BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone had an amazing hump day. They successfully humped someone they love, and they're currently acknowledging the space that they're in, which is one day away from Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Some Are you gonna might, get down? Uh, yeah, for sure. for sure. I never miss a Friday to get down. It's a never. beautiful thing that it's Thursday. I'm really looking forward to this Friday, you know? Me too. And for more days of alarm-free living. But what's so crazy for me is I have been waking up earlier and earlier. This morning, I woke up just on my own at 8 a.m., like Ew. way before like I needed to be up. And it's just, and now I'm waking up at those times on the weekends too. And it's just Ooh. like, what's the point of alarm-free living if we're not sleeping in? No, I completely agree. I'm on a different trajectory. Like I'm alone this whole week, which means like so much responsibility, like in the home, at work, Theo. Like I just, I want to take a moment to acknowledge all the single dog moms out there. Like Marga Washray. I actually have so much respect for her. Like I would do anything for this man. Like, literally lay down in oncoming traffic. Like, would do anything. Would take sooner, a bullet. You would rather lay down in oncoming traffic than, walk than him. take him for a walk. 100%. Um, it's You're just, like, at least I'm laying down. Yeah. But it's just a lot of work. And, like, I, me and Ben really do equally share the burden. Mm-hmm. So, no, not a burden. That's not the right word. Share the brunt. Responsibility. Yeah. But doing it all by myself since Ben's away has been a challenge. So, I've just been, like nonstop like go 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 you know yeah. and then I'm also making all these plans every night because I'm like afraid to be home alone like at night like I, I was up at one in the morning like thinking there was a murderer in my house last night because I'm like a freak like that and I watch too much SVU so it's just like a lot for me to bear yeah no I understand well Theo seems to be doing so well in great spirits like obviously loving mommy and me time <laughs> You said in great spirits, but it sounds like it sounded like you say in great spirits. Like he's an ingrate, you know. Like your spirit is, <laughs> he has is ungrateful. Ingrateful spirit. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, he's so grateful. You can tell. Yeah, no, and actually, I do really appreciate this time, just him and I, because he definitely likes Ben more than me. Because um, when I said me and Ben split the responsibilities, it's really like 60-40, you know, maybe, maybe like 70-30. Yeah. So he's always going to love the person who's taking care of him more, yeah. and that's me these days. Like I give him both meals, I do the walks, and. I don't know, it's just been nice, like, having him, like, literally curl up in my belly, like, for, for the night. That's so nice. That's me and Brute Dudu, who, by the way, is just doing so amazingly. Thank you, everyone, who's always asking about Brute, wanting We never dates. get to see him. I know. I'll bring him soon. He's just, like, such a rambunctious little boy. And to come to a new place, like, it just becomes stressful because yeah. he's so excited. McPlant is here, and he just doesn't realize, like... 
just sit the fuck down. Also, I'm really proud of us for how we've kind of, you know, handled this McPlant. McPlant is alive and well. Yeah, we really can't take any credit for it. You did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But it's still here. Theo's eaten it. We've just, like, knocked it around. And it's green and it's alive. And I think that just says such a wonderful thing about Bloomscape, which is that you can be even, like, a mediocre plant mom. And McPlant is here for you. Today's episode is not even sponsored. I just wanted to point out like how positive of an environment we foster with our steamy vibes that the plant is like literally dancing in the corner. The plant is thriving. Thriving. Speaking of plants, it reminds me of something from last night's episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Which was the biggest waste of time in the history of television. But yes, we'll get into it in the TV recap. Biggest waste of time. They have no respect for our time, our integrity. Our brain cells. Our brain cells, our intelligence. They literally said to us last night, you're "You're dumb dumb as fuck and I'm going to waste your time, which is meaningless. And our time is worth more than your time. That's what they said to us. We need to watch Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin garden. Which I know you weren't here for, but I actually found really interesting. First of all, like I thought that the fact that Harry Hamlin is like the this like paranoid survivalist was kind of relatable. I guess, yes. And the fact that one, he's created this whole garden in their backyard so that they can like live off the land. And he had these big white things that are from this company that I can't remember the name. It's like Farm something. Chemin? Farm Chemin is the name where like they are these orbs that you have in your home that grow like dozens of herbs and vegetables. Yes, I've seen um, Kelty Knight from Lady Gang has one. That's I, where I've seen it. I saw it on Kristen S's Instagram and I sent it to Rebecca because she's so into gardening, gardening. and all of these things. But like even for a girl like me, I'm like fresh herbs. I feel like every Doesn't time. Doesn't it need to be outside? No, that's the beauty of it. You can have it in an apartment and it is like indoor mini greenhouse you want that big ugly thing in your house no I mean I'm not getting one but just the idea of like having fresh herbs when I feel like anytime I buy an herb from the grocery store I never use it when I need it and I'm always throwing out my herbs it's so hard to get the timing right when it comes to herbs yeah no and Herb Ertlinger says like get some fresh fucking herbs so I don't know I just I really like those machines and um, for people who have them like I'm really jealous curious and you have fresh lettuce again every time I buy lettuce it turns out to be the week that salads are not happening for me lettuce in the bin that is why I just steer clear of vegetables and I go more towards like the bagged items the candies and the chips and the snacks yeah also frozen vegetables are helpful in that regard but anyway so I did find the Harry's segment interesting again like Lisa didn't really need to be there like wearing slippers to do a fire drill that she has to do in one minute like put on a pair of sneakers no the whole thing was just bothering me we'll get into it because there was like a lot to unpack but also literally nothing to unpack literally nothing at the end of today's show after the fast five after the tv recap I also want to talk about the younger series finale I won't spoil it because I don't know if you're ever going to watch it but I just have like a lot of thoughts because I'm angry I'm upset and I'm hurt here's the thing the thing is, I plan on watching it. I do. I've given it so many seasons. But I could just see myself watching it and being like, I don't want to watch this anymore. It was so bad. Like, it was so confusing. I'll get into it. But I do want to let you know, I do have a little surprise for you and for the audience at the end of today's show. And it goes a little something like this. Kelly's mindless news like the 4th of July. And not only is it the standard mindlessness that we've come to love and adore about Kelly Ripa, but there's a twist to the KMN segment today, and I'm really excited to getting your your take on it. I'm really looking forward to it because I think, one, we haven't done KMN in a while, and it's important that we keep everyone abreast. And we keep the mindlessness alive. And that we're constantly calling out this mindlessness because I feel like, from a, as a consumer, the mindlessness from publications regarding all celebrities is gotten to 
is reaching a fever pitch. Do you think that's a result of the pandemic? Because, like, I do. I do. I think that there's not that much celebrity news, and so they make stuff out of nothing. And I understand, like, that's these people's jobs mm-hmm. is to write articles. But I'm just, like, when you're reading it, you feel your brain cells, like, getting up and walking out the door. Right. And I just think we need to call it out. And you know what? Normalize writing fewer articles if there's not that much to say. Normalize writing less articles. And I've noticed, actually, somebody pointed this out to me in my DMs, and I thought it was such an astute observation because this mindlessness trend that really is spotlighted on Kelly Ripa, but like a lot of other celebrities get that MN treatment. And someone has recently kind of risen the ranks in the mindless news category, and they're coming for Kelly Ripa's throat. And that person is Rebel Wilson. I could see that. It's so like I have- Rebel Wilson wears a dress and it's a story like she's just been getting this mindless news treatment. I don't know if she hired the same PR firm as Kelly Ripa, but there's something going on in the world of Rebel Wilson. And now that I've pointed it out, that's the magic of mindless news. Now that I've pointed it out and thank you to the person who actually pointed it out to me, you will notice it in your everyday life. When you're searching for stories, you will notice the RMN. Rebels Mindless News. Interesting. Gonna keep an eye out for it. And just keep an eye out. Read these headlines like that are so mindless and insult to your intelligence because it's wild in out here. And I actually read such a fucking mindless article the other day, which was like all the celebrities who have come to Chrissy Teigen's defense. Oh, and it was literally a... It yeah. was six celebrities who... The, the six celebrities who commented hearts on her Instagram. Okay? That's As not- if we all don't have the feature to view top comments and just see this for ourselves. Like, that's not news. No, of course. And anytime a celebrity, like, apologizes or does anything, I always go to see, like, what other celebrities liked it and commented on. It's like, we knew this. That was like a BuzzFeed news article that literally that person should be fired and literally demoted (laughs) to an intern because that is not journalism. Like, wrapping up Instagram comments and putting it in an article, does it make you a journalist? No, and when the comments are emojis, like... And it actually highlighted that I guess like not that many celebrities are coming to Chrissy Teigen's defense because there were six who left hearts like couldn't really say much beyond that except her husband maybe I think. Her husband was I think like paparazzi recently like yesterday and he was responding to questions you know like when paparazzi ask you a question nobody answers them. John Legend was answering them they were like how was Chrissy and he said she was doing great. Okay. Cool. Anyways just I want to highlight the mindlessness you guys like I I see it we hear like we're all in this together, and I just feel like we need to start pushing back. Yeah. And saying we're not interested. And don't give them your clicks. Like, if they, because there's power in your clicks. And if their mindlessness, mor- moronic, idi- idiotic content gets clicks, they'll keep perpetuating moronic, idiotic content like that. There is power. Use your clicks to your advantage. Click on meaningful articles, okay? Yeah. Click on meaningful articles. It's just crazy how, like, as a society, we're so advanced technologically and like all of these interesting- Self-driving cars. All of these interesting things are happening yet like People Magazine is right. Let me just go to their homepage today, see what they're up to because Yeah, there's it like was, no news today. It was so- Offensive. Bleak out here. So bleak. What's the like first article on the homepage? Paula Abdul recalls how Straight Up began in the shower. I guess that her song Straight Up, she said it changed my life. The wow. life-changing shower. Ch- oh, well, oh, wait, here's number two. Chills. Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are ecstatic about their wedding, says a source. They can't oh, wait. That's wait, so unique. That's surprising that they would be ecstatic about their wedding and that they and wouldn't I don't be think, And I don't think anyone's ever kind of like had that feeling before. That's so <laughs> rare, you know, to be excited about your wedding. Ooh, chills. Yeah. So that's just like what you need to know today. That's your mind. That's the briefing of your mindlessness. But there's more mindlessness to come after the Fast Five. So I think... I think without further ado, do 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 do, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. 
And we've gone out of our way to make sure that they are as least mindless as possible. But again, slim pickings out here. (laughs) We have a great show, and today's episode is brought to you by Pura Vida. Summer is almost upon us, and is your wardrobe ready? What better way to get back into the carefree spirit of summer than with a brand whose apparel and accessories are all about laid-back living and enjoying life to the fullest? You could shop now and give back with Pura Vida. Pura Vida is one of the coolest apparel and accessory brands out there, and giving giving back has always been at the core of what they do. Pura Vida was was started by... Two California surfers who went to Costa Rica and fell in love with the art and the laid-back lifestyle. They began partnering with Costa Rican artisans to create beautiful braided bracelets, selling millions each year. A portion of what they make goes back to causes you care about. They partner with over 200 charities. So they sell graphic tees, crop tees, hoodies, one-of-a-kind tie-dyes that are super fun to wear and express your personality. They have buttery soft 100% cotton apparel, so working from home has never been comfier. All of their styles are super affordable with bracelets starting at $6 and rings starting at just 12 If you are looking for like that sickening like jewelry vibe this summer, like cool necklaces, lots of rings and bracelets, like anything to kind of up your overall aesthetic and not spend a ton of money, Pura Vida is a great place to do that. All of their bracelets are handmade, beautiful. They are unisex, fully adjustable, and 100% waterproof. So you can live with them and like really embrace like your inner Kelly Kapowski, you know, just like be cool. So if you want to be cool like Kelly Kapowski, Pura Vida, you can look good and do good. To get 20% off your Pura Vida order, text TOAST to 38817. That's TOAST to 38817 to get 20% off at Pura Vida. Terms apply available at puravidabracelets.com slash terms. Text TOAST to 38817 for that 20% off. Okay, first story. Victoria's Secret is getting a makeover. The company announced on Wednesday that it has rebranded by launching two new initiatives, the VS Collective and the Victoria's Secret Global Fund for Women's Cancers. So the angels are out. The VS Collective is in. It features Priyanka Chopra, Megan Rapinoe, and many other accomplished women who share a common passion to drive positive change, Victoria's Secret announced in a press release. I think it's Megan Rapinoe, first of all. Oh, sorry. Second of all, in the words of JoJo, it's just a little too late, a little too long, and I can't wait, you know. All the right things to say, but you know it's just too little, too late. Like, literally, this is that TikTok sound. I'm going to be honest with you. We really don't give a fuck. Like, we have so moved on from you. Like, we're on Sports Illustrated. We're wearing third love. Like, we're so done with you. And these, like, half-baked attempts, like, leave us alone. And honestly, I don't need Priyanka Chopra. I don't need all these peep celebrities. I need a big-titted bra. And you're literally never going to give me that. Like, so just, we're done. Like, we are over. We need a new word for over. What's yeah. that from? We're so over. Like, we need a new word for over. Oh, what's that's it? a good quote. Yeah, what's it from? Can you Google it? I don't it? know. It's not going to come thing. to me. In the meantime, the Victoria's Secret Global Fund for Women's Cancers will donate at least $5 million annually to examine and address racial and gender inequities and unlock new, new innovations that improve cancer outcomes for all women. Meanwhile, the VS Collective promises to work with their new brand ambassadors to create new associate programs, revolutionary product collections, compelling and inspiring content, and rally support for causes vital to women. In another uh, re- article that I read yesterday, I saw something in there about a podcast as well. Oh, um, the thing is is that well that all sounds really lovely like it does it just everything from Victoria's Secret like seems so disingenuous yeah. and like it's just like okay 2021 is the year that, like you want to like lift up women when you've literally been at the core of like women's 
the, the female like industry for the last 15 years. Like I just, I don't buy it. No, I don't buy it either. Also, like I feel like it's just so, it's so inauthentic. And I feel like there's a way that they could have attempted to do this while still like not trying to be something that they're clearly not like right. even like why did they they why they to, get rid of the angels why they get rid of that's literally what I was gonna say the fashion show and the angels were like one of the things that, that at least made them distinct and so like so they why, refused to be diverse so they just ended it why can't the angels include these women yeah no like that's to me that's like so inauthentic like what everyone loved about it was this fantasy and you refused to make that fantasy inclusive so just, now in an attempt to rebrand you're still refusing to do that like right, right. you haven't changed at all right you're saying that the fantasy can't be inclusive still right. Right. They, they said like, you know, they wouldn't have, you know, size inclusive uh, models or transgender models because it doesn't fit the fantasy. And they're they're obviously standing by that. <laughs> no, totally. Like this is so inauthentic. What movie is that quote from? Oh, yes. Carrie says it too big in the hospital. I wish when, it was from when Natasha else. broke her teeth and they were like having an affair. I wish it was from something else. Me too. I just thought it was like going to be from like Laguna Beach. Or I something. thought it was going to be from like another Cinderella story or something. <laughs> yeah. Damn. damn. But anyways, back to Victoria's Secret. I've also, this is one of like the most intensive rebrand attempts in a while that ever perhaps to literally do a complete 180. So it will be interesting from a branding perspective to see if they have success with this, if people will buy into it. Literally buy into it. Like they're, they're almost, they're like close to bankruptcy. I don't know how they're hiring all these fancy celebrities. Yeah, I, I don't know either. And I just like need to know more about this podcast. And of course, like if any brand wants to, you know, start being more, it's really, it's wonderful. But there's just something about Victoria's Secret. Maybe it's because I've never been the target demo. Like, I've, no matter what my weight, like, I've always had enormous jugs that are not going to be in, like, a frou-frou lace. Like, I need a big crane. We need military We need grade. a drawer. We need military grade equipment. Drawers. Yeah. We need drawers. And so maybe that's why I just, like, hate this brand because I've never felt represented by them. But... I've always loved that fantasy. I was like, yes, I want to walk into Victoria's Secret Fashion Show one day. And I don't know, the fact that they're just like not keeping that alive because they didn't want to diversify who walks in it is like so lame. So lame. And just like, And bye. now they're like totally pivoting like their brand, even like this VS Collective um, imagery is just like the anti-Victoria's Secret, which was like colorful and all these different things. And now they're like taking themselves so seriously. And it's like, there's a way to just amend your original Plan. Plan. To make it, just without, open it up. Yeah, without just like copy and pasting yeah. from another brand campaign. I just think it's important that we all remember when Barbara Palvin was the plus size model at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and they thought they were being inclusive when literally she had the most sickening body, like so modelly, and she was the plus size one. Yeah. That was their way of being inclusive. I think she was literally a size four, maybe a six. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Insane. Especially when you think of like the target demo for Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret is like the most American brand. There's one in every mall in America and the average American woman is a size 16. Like how they're so dumb will never just like sit well with me. No, and to business me- Business is business. To me, this is a miss. Uh, we're calling bullshit. It's a hit and a miss, yeah. But they're going forth with it, so we'll see what happens. A swing and a Maybe miss. Maybe we're wrong. I would, I would love to be wrong. Like, I really would. But, like, we're just, like, not buying this phony-ass bullshit, you know? Yeah. Bring so, back the angels and just, like, throw some people in there. Bring Lizzo, Ashley Graham. Like, let's change it up. Yeah. Some queens from Drag Race. Like, they could have made it so sickening. So amazing. I, that was, like, a really good idea. Like, I should be on the board. 
A hundred percent. Like this is just a missed opportunity. And I know they think they're doing something, but I really don't think that they are. It's so inauthentic. And it's like really them thinking like they're going to change people's minds because it's like such a 180 from what they used to. Whereas like we were never asking for anything like other than just like a little bit of inclusivity. Like, like that's it. Just like, you know, make bigger sizes, feature women from different backgrounds. Like that's really all we were asking. And then you like we're so steadfast in your rejection of that idea that like now we're left with this, which just seems very fake to me. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of platforms that are just a little too late, podcasts are starting to come to Facebook next week. Oh my God, you're kidding me. What? (laughs) Facebook is planning to start rolling out its podcast product next week on June 22nd and eventually add a feature that'll allow listeners to create clips from their favorite shows. Okay, that's a cute idea. According to an email sent to podcast page owners and viewed by The Verge, I'm pretty sure we got this. I did get a notification. I got this email. I got the notification on Facebook, like, add your podcast to your page. I mean, like, Um, we will, but, like, no one's going to listen to it. Yeah, no. Hosts can link their show's RSS feed up to Facebook, which will then automatically generate newsfeed posts for all episodes published moving forward. Uh, you know what? This isn't the worst idea. It's just too late. It's very late, but everyone keeps saying for different podcasts, like, it's so late, it's so late. But, like, podcasting is just, like, nonstop burgeoning industry. So, like, it might feel too late, but, like, I don't know. This kind of actually seems like a good idea for people who spend a lot of time on Facebook, which is older people. And older people do listen to podcasts. Yeah. Honestly, we should sync up our podcast. Yeah. Make sure to follow The Morning Toast on Insta- on Facebook. Well, Instagram too, but our Facebook page in case you want to start getting your episodes in No, Facebook. but I think like the people who are listening right now, like they know us, they know where to find us, but like maybe we'll show up for some Facebook Karens, like who want to just consume content. Honestly though. Mindless like, news. I feel like a year ago, like we had a high saturation of Karenhood in our audience and I'm kind of all set on the Karens. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was just, like, using an... I would have been begging this name. It's okay. No, I understand. Anyways, these episodes will show up on a podcast tab that doesn't appear to be live yet, but the company teased in a wider announcement about audio initiatives in April. Speaking of audio initiatives, it's looking like this episode is going to be audio only today. What's co- are we okay? And we're just going to power through. Okay. So that's pretty exciting podcast news. I just feel like right now there's a big spotlight on podcasts, like... And I'm excited about it, but it's, like, a little nerve-wracking. No, I like, know. Add, like, it just feels like a lot of change. Like, things were th- things were going well. I know, but there is a lot of change. Like, we recently announced, I think, on uh, an episode that Apple was launching their own subscription pro- like uh, service. So with Spotify. So with Spotify. Spotify snatching up all these podcasts. Like, the streaming wars have now ended, and the podcast wars are beginning. Yeah, so, like, I'm... Um, we're on this ride. We'll be wherever things go, but it's just crazy to think about in a year from now, like maybe the Apple charts like won't really mean that much. They don't really mean that much right now. I always think they're an interesting indicator because they're not, they're, they can't be that far off from, from, from actual figures, from actual figures. And I think the reason why I find Apple charts interesting is because like pretty much everyone's job on social media, if you're an influential person is to make it seem like you're so influential and podcast numbers are not public so like people are promoting their podcast like it's you know the greatest thing since sliced bread and then they don't crack the top 200 charts I'm like okay great you're just like faking it but you really can't hide from the podcast charts no you can't so I find them interesting because podcast numbers are private like you don't know how many streams and episodes gets how many listens it's the only it's the only indicator indicator of like what's going on in this space which is interesting so we'll see you on Facebook podcasts. You know, um, I'm totally setting this up when I get home. Yeah, totally. You know, and that's like, you, we can change our mind about a story upon learning new information. Normalize changing your mind upon learning new information. That is my favorite quote of all time. Definitely. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. 
It's pretty funny. Okay. You might have seen this. Luanne de Lesseps confuses special ed for phys ed. Oh, my God. Did I did s- see. It's a cameo, correct? It's a cameo. I saw it on TikTok. And honestly, like, if it weren't so sad, it would be funny. But it's, like, not. It's, like, she's insane. It's so Sad and funny, the Real Housewives of New York City star appeared to confuse special education with physical education, a.k.a. gym class, in an undated <laughs> video she made for a fan that is definitely a cameo. Yeah, I saw, it, said, I saw it with the cameo logo on the bottom right. She said, you teach special ed? That's fabulous. I love special ed because I'm a jock at heart. I love <laughs> I love sport. Oh my God. I lost my mind when I saw this video. She's like so nuts. Like how honestly, I get confused about things all the time. Like I thought Rascal was a name. Like we know that. Yeah. Things happen. I don't understand how someone could mess up special education and physical education. Yeah. I don't know either, but it it was done. And then literally coming off the heels where Luann is claiming to be the most educated person. Right. right. It's just like not a good, it's not good timing for Lou. It's not a good look, but you know what? It's very like Rahoni. It's very Lou. This is honestly something like Ramona would say. Yeah. But you know what? Like, don't bring Ramona into this. She did not make this mistake. No, she did not. Oh my God. This is so funny. And honestly, one of my favorite types of celebrities, like viral stories, is when a cameo goes viral. Oh my God. Like, um, happy Smokey Robinson. Chinooka, is that what Chinooka, he said? Chinooka, yeah. And he'd never heard of Hanukkah before in his life? Or the way that it was spelled was just yeah. not what he was used to seeing. So I just love these particular stories. And this is an insane one. So yeah. thank you for bringing this up. And just thank you. Also, speaking of cameo, we were talking about it last week or was it this week I don't know this week seems like forever because Dave Portnoy just oh we were hysterically laughing decided woke up and decided to go in on violence decided to go in on On cameo cameo and said that cameo is for losers and if you ever see him on cameo just know Know that that he's he's bankrupt yeah and I thought that was really fucking funny I mean as someone who's dabbled in cameo it wasn't entirely incorrect no and it's like we I've been on cameo I've received cameos like cameo is really fun but like I think a lot of people feel that way about celebrities like if you're on Cameo, like, things aren't looking good. No, but Cameo really does have a very, very great feature um, if you want to do it for charity. Yeah, no, for so sure. So, like, Andy and Cohen did it. I was like, what? But he was doing it for charity. We're not slamming Cameo, and we actually are big fans of Cameo. It's just a really funny thing to say. I agree. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you by... Scentbird. <laughs> Uh-oh. What, you sniffed a little too much Scentbird? I'm alive. Sorry, the RDH came back. Let me just get this out of my system. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing. What perfume are you wearing? Whatever scent you may be wearing, you have good taste and you know what you like, but your taste can also be expensive and you'll end up with a shelf full of half-used perfume and cologne bottles. Whether it's Tom Ford, Gucci, Versace, Scentbird.com keeps us smelling good month after month. What is Scentbird.com, you ask? Scentbird is a fragrance subscription service that gives you month that gives you the opportunity to shop from over 600 brands. It is a flexible subscription so you can skip any month without penalties. They let you choose from a new designer fragrance to try every month for just $16. Every month you get to pick what you want to receive so there are no surprises. They have perfumes and colognes and they make a lot of unisex options as well. You choose the perfume that you want to try. They'll send you a 30 day supply and they carry brands from like Prada, Gucci, Versace, some more indie labels like the Harmonist and Confessions of a Rebel. All of the brands 
are 100% authentic and they work directly with the brands. But if you're not sure what type of scent you're looking for, they have all these different tools to help you find. You could sort based on brand, style, occasion, season. Some of these bottles cost, you know, between $150 and $500 and Scentbird is giving it to you for $16 a month. And with our exclusive offer, you can get 30% off your first month today. So that's only $11 for your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com. Use the promo code toast for 30% off your first month. That's S C E N T bird.com for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $11. Silence. Smell amazing. Okay. Next story, a little Kanye and Irina news. Us Magazine is reporting that Kanye West made the first move with Irina Shake. He loves that she's laid back. A source says that... Wait, are you saying she's not like other girls? I is that what Us Weekly is saying? He's, they're saying that he said mm. about her. And Kanye loves a girl who's not like other girls. Oh. Kim is really not like other girls. No, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I just no. didn't know me and Irina Shake had so much in common. Like, we're oh, both I did. so laid back, not like other girls. I knew. When I think of Irina Shake, I'm like, it just reminds me of my sister. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that, actually. Okay, Source says they've been dating for a couple months now, from talking to meeting and now taking a trip for his birthday. Kanye loves that Irina is very easygoing and a laid-back person to be with. The Source exclusively reveals that he was the first one to reach out. He thinks that they could be a very chic power couple. He loves that she carries clout in the fashion world. That's like a really loser thing to say. I don't think Kanye said that. No, he not loves for that one she was second. Before, that she carries clout no, what in the was fashion that? She's world. a chic? He, he thinks they could be a very chic power couple. I just want to say, I don't even know Kanye. I just know he would never say that. No, that's like such a fucking... That's something that a loser says. Like, not someone who's a powerful person. Right. Like a power... I would say that. Like, no. <laughs> like, someone who's not chic and has no clout would say that. Not someone who's literally the definition of power elegance, chicness, and clout. Like, both of them. Kanye would never fucking say that. This, honestly, I'm calling bullshit on this mindless article. I completely agree. I can just see Kanye in his ranch in Wyoming being like, I think I'm gonna date Irina Shake. Like, we could be like a chic power couple. Like, what? No, I totally agree. That's like this person projecting from their basement. Again, yes! Just like mindless news at its finest. We have nothing to say, so we're gonna make shit up. Projection. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. That's what you think. <laughs> oh my God, like that quote just rubbed me the wrong way. But what was the point of the article? <laughs> There's no news today. So let's talk about Kanye and Irina. No, but like what was the message supposed to be conveyed? That he loves that she's laid back and that they've been dating for a few months and that he made the first move. You know what's so funny? When I think of Irina Shake, like I don't necessarily, like the word laid back does not come no, to mind. Again, I don't know her. We've all seen the pictures of them like fighting Wimbledon. on the beach. And fighting on the beach. Okay, literally, I cannot think of Irina Shake without thinking of Wimbledon. Yeah. that Because honestly, I I have nothing in common with Irina Shake. Like, no, you have so much. She's skinny. I'm fat. She's tall. I'm short. She's stunning. And I have my days. But I have never related to a woman more than those pictures of her and Bradley Cooper, like, fighting and being miserable with each other at Wimbledon. Because honestly, if you've been in a relationship for a while, like, you've been there. You've been out in public and you literally want to, like, slit your fucking partner's throat. And you can't even look at him and, like, your face is so fucking miserable. And there just happened to be paparazzi around. Like, that is horrible. Sometimes, I actually was out to dinner with my friends last night and I said this. I'm like... Because someone was saying how they ran into, like, a couple and they just, like, looked so miserable together. I'm like, 
honestly, like they're probably fine. Cause like you could run into me and Ben together and like you would tell everyone we're getting divorced. Like so when you're with someone so long, you just like don't feel like smiling all the time. You just wanna like be on your phone. Honestly, normalize looking miserable. <laughs> 100% because like that's really life. what we look like most that of the time that is life and the couples who are like at Wimbledon and just like smiling the entire time even though they are probably fake. internally miserable like that's fake that's not real no and you know what I think it was uh no never mind yes agreed Great. I'm glad that you agree. No like honestly I hate when people say that like oh my god I saw so and so out there girlfriend they looked miserable I'm like Okay, well, what do you say about me behind my back? Because, like, me and Ben always look miserable. Then you're obviously not in a relationship. And we're not miserable. Because you know what it feels like to sit at a table and be like, hey, I kind of look miserable. Like, I hope no one, like, sees me looking this way. Maybe if you had a boyfriend that you you were miserable with, (laughs) you would know what it's like. Yeah. But you don't. Like, you're not going to be happy at every dinner all the time. No, not even half. I think that about myself all the time. I'm like, damn, like, I look miserable. But, like, I think pretending not to look the way that you feel, like, then you're a fake ass bitch. I think that all the time. I'm like, you know, I have such a thirst for fame and then I'm like sometimes some days when I'm walking around with Ben I'm like I am so glad I'm not even remotely famous because like literally my nasty mug like if Ben says something that pisses me off and like I just like woke up on the wrong side of the bed like I am literally like gonna murder him and it's just for the best because if we were paparazzi like there would be rumors about us all the time yeah for but sure we're fine just like miserable you know which is <laughs> how most people but such is life such is life no one's happy 100% of the time and the people who that pretend that they are are fake as fuck um I saw a really interesting quote on TikTok that like really struck me oh please it was a share. Fran Lebowitz quote I love a quote and I ran I not ran into I don't know her I saw Fran Lebowitz on the street the other day and it was like an iconic moment can you share the quote yes because I, I forget what the interview was but you know she's like from a different era and they were talking about like trigger warnings and she had never heard that phrase before and she was like, being offended is just a consequence of getting out of bed. And it's like <laughs> such a good call because she like didn't believe in trigger warnings. And like, I have my own opinions about trigger warnings. Like, of course, I don't want to trigger anyone. But like a part of life is like seeing things that trigger you. Um, and I just thought it was a really like funny, elegant way of saying like why she doesn't agree with trigger warnings. That's really Funny and elegant. Yeah, funny and elegant. Speaking of r- people that you spotted, yesterday on my way to work, oh. I saw... Matt, James, and Rachel walking down the street. Very cool. It was early in the morning, and they were like, well, like, should I share where I saw them? I don't think so. I don't think so, but um, nothing like crazy or anything like that. We just, just don't want to give away our giving away, giving away my location. Our super fans. <laughs> I wouldn't want you guys to show up and get- Former Toaster I, Energy. I wouldn't want you guys to show up and get a picture of me looking miserable. <laughs> um, So I just saw them on the street. Like, they're in New York, and they're, like, doing things early in the morning. Just want to tell you guys now. I think that's, like, the craziest, like- ending of a story yeah. I've ever experienced because yeah. we were on the journey for the whole thing yeah no now they are just like back together moving in together couldn't be more serious couldn't be more in love also we said we would update you on bachelor ratings because we gave you the ratings from the season premiere was 3.6 this week's episode dipped down to 3.2 which I didn't think was so terrible from like premiere to episode two no just keep just wait keep your abreast yep are you ready for our fifth and final story? That's Finally. Our, that's our, you know, interesting news of the day. Something not so mindless. Something that we can really sink our teeth into. It's the final story.
Yeah, I'm ready. Now I feel ready. I'm really looking forward to getting your thoughts on this. Human composting, a new end-of-life choice, turns bodies into soil. You can rejoin the natural Um, cycle. Isn't that what, like, burying your body does? Well, you have a casket. Yeah, but it all, like, degrades eventually. And you do become one with the earth. Isn't that the point? Eventually, spiritually, you become one with the earth. But here you are becoming one with the earth. You will become some fertilizer. When is this story from? This story is from today. Okay, because I swear to God. We've had this conversation before. Like on the morning breath. Like literally so long ago. I'm having deja vu. Yeah. Do you get deja vu? So this story is about a woman who heard about this new end of life process and said she was really moved by the idea. It just felt right. You know who I feel like is going to do this next? Harry. Yes! Oh my God, how did you know I was going to say that? Because it all comes back to the top of the episode. Yeah. She said she loves the idea of helping other people. Is it a tree, a flower? Whatever. Go thrive. I'll have had my turn. After my death, it's their turn. See, I understand wanting to help people when you pass away, um, giving organs, 100%. you know, limbs, whatever you can do. I'm not really understanding how turning your ashes into a tree it's helps not, people. It's not your ashes, it's your body. Because, okay, turning your body into a tree, because like trees can grow without your soil. Like, okay, organs cannot get donated without your body. Like that is a meaningful I, way to end I your life. I do hope that becoming human compost like automatically means that you're donating your your organs you better <laughs> like for real <laughs> for real you better yeah but here's why this story sounds familiar last year recompost began transforming bodies to soil after washington became the first state to legalize the practice of human composting and i think that's the story we reported that it was it. legal more formally known as natural organic reduction before that end of life options in the u.s were bar- were limited to burial or cremation yeah both of which come with environmental costs. Or freezing if you're Walt Disney. So I feel like this is good for people whose like mission in life is to like leave the smallest possible imprint on the environment. Do you want to hear an interest? For me, for personal reasons, I just love using this as an excuse. Like I'm Jewish. I have to be buried. So like I can't participate. Do you want to hear an interesting factoid? U.S. cremations alone dump 1.7 billion pounds of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere every year. Is it more environmentally friendly to be buried or to be cremated? According to that stat, it's better to be buried. Interesting. And then also, like, if you put your, you know, ashes in the ocean, is that pollution? Uh, well, I Pollu- don't know. Polluting the ocean? No, but no? you're polluting the air with your carbon dioxide. Yeah, just something to think about. Just something to think about. Like, there are people who really dedicate their lives to leaving, like, the least, like, no waste... Some people don't have children because they say, like, we're overpopulating the earth. Like, they, and so this is a nice way for them to go out. Yeah. I personally won't be partaking. Like, bury me with my plastic straws. <laughs> but this is good for some people. Yeah. No, for sure. It reminds me of the episode of The Politician. Like, if you're, yes, shower- yes. If you're showering and using your shower water to make coffee, like, this is a really good option. And by the way, the more I learn about people who have different life experiences than me, especially through TikTok, the more I realize, like, there are a lot of people who would do this. Yeah. And I love that because we should all have options. Mm-hmm. You could find me at Mount Sinai in the ground. Yeah. In 120 years, knock on wood. Eh. Sounds like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let's dive into the TV recap segment and then a little mindlessness. Oh, okay, that's going to be the order. We're going to save the mindlessness. Oh, you, this is your show. I'm in a newsy mood still. Okay, okay. So the mindlessness. So I, I'm glad you brought it up. Because. I'm really excited because I am on 
the war path against mindlessness okay i feel so insulted this morning i can't even explain to you so when i search for mindless news i literally just go to kelly ripa and then i click news on google (laughs) and i noticed something very interesting today oh sorry kelly's Kelly's mindless mindless news like the fourth of july kelly's mindless news has very little to do with kelly's family friends and kelly herself because there's pretty much no news that goes along with it. We apologize to anyone we offend, but honestly, being offended is just a consequence of getting out of bed in the morning. Wow, stunning. Okay, and then I noticed literally every fucking thing on the page was the exact same thing, okay? People Magazine. Kelly Ripa wishes daughter Lola Consuelos a happy 20th birthday pick with a, quote, approved Instagram pic. I saw that this morning. Entertainment Tonight. Kelly Ripa shares Lola approved Instagram pic in honor of her daughter's 20th birthday. Yahoo. Kelly Ripa posted a, quote, approved 20th birthday post for daughter Lola Consuelos. Access Hollywood. Kelly Ripa celebrates daughter Lola Consuelos' 20th birthday with an, quote, approved Instagram pic. In style. Kelly Ripa posted a 20th birthday post approved for daughter Lola Consuelos. You know what? This isn't right. She really should have got her daughter's <laughs> approval. <laughs> and now I haven't even read the story, but I'm sure there's so much to unpack. Okay. No embarrassing mom here. Before posting a birthday tribute for daughter Lola Consuelos on Instagram, Kelly Ripa had to make sure to get her 20-year-old stamp of approval. The Live with Kelly and Ryan host 50. Wow, I always forget she's 50. She looks great. Selected a black and white image of her daughter sitting on a towel with her knees curled up to her chest as she casually looked over her shoulder. Even though Consuelos approved the pretty pic set in a tropical locale, Ripa couldn't help but poke a little fun at the sides of her daughter's feet in the photo. Oh, good. We're kink... uh, Not kink shaming. Sorry. (laughs) We're body shaming. We're body shaming our children now. (laughs) Disgusting. She couldn't help but poke a little fun at the size of her daughter's feet in the photo, which appeared larger thanks to the scale of the shot. Happy 20th birthday to the little lady with the big feet at the youngest young. She captioned the Instagram post. It's just worth noting, like, the kid's feet look so averagely sized. Yeah, no, it just looks like, like, due to perspective and angles the feet would look bigger than the rest since they're in the foreground then she continued we love you so much you are our favorite daughter no doubt this was the approved photo (laughs) oh my god it's crazy that's really crazy no like crazy i just i can't and so that like literal useless mindless piece of information was written up in one two three and you know what four five six at least Six major publications. For the writers who traffic in Kelly's mindless news, like I'm sure this was such a great day for them because they didn't even have to scrape the bottom of the barrel like they had something to write about. Yeah. You know, but it's still so deeply and offensively mindless. mindless that I just thought it would be bringing up. But again, no hate or offense to Kelly, her family. Um, just more like, no, it's, more, it's, more, it's, it's, a, it's a stunning indictment of the state of of our media of the state of journalism and it actually has nothing to do with kelly no no i'm gonna start a new section rebels mindless news like the fourth of july let's dive into our tv recap we're gonna talk about real housewives of beverly hills and the series finale of younger brought to you by hair food super simple superfood inspired products that will make your hair look and feel amazing whatever hair texture or hair type you have hair food has a recipe for you in addition to their beloved nourishing coconut milk and the chai spice collection you've got to try one of their new recipes they've got the apple cider vinegar hair rinse and honestly i've been hearing for years that apple cider vinegar is so good for your hair so i love that hair food is just like doing it for you so i don't have to go to the grocery store um so the apple cider vinegar hair rinse is perfect for days when your hair needs a gentle cleanse before conditioning my favorite product is the turmeric and almond oil to tangling milk it takes care of the most stubborn knots 
and reduces frizz. And they also have the shea butter and pear color repair concentrate. So if you color your hair and you want to start nourishing your hair back to health, they make overprocessed hair look vibrant and healthy. All the products smell so good and they are free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, minerals, mineral oils, and they are certified PETA cruelty free. So if you're looking for nourished, healthy hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Thank you so much. Feed your hair. It's so important. Your, so, hair, is, your hair is hungry. So important. Um, okay, let's start with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We started with Erica. I was like, wow, they wasted no time, like, giving us everything we needed. Boom, 24 hours before. The longest episode of all time. Literally nothing happened. There was a quick snafu with Dorit and Kyle, and honestly, it was so mindless and stupid. I didn't even decide to, like, take a side. Like, I couldn't care less. No, I couldn't care less. Mindless and stupid, though, I am on Dorit's side because I hate being interrupted. Actually, I get interrupted all the time. No, I... Mm. I am the Kyle to your Dorit. I was actually... I thought the same thing but it doesn't it bothers me once for every hundred interruptions I think one bothers You've me been if, I'm, conditioned. if I'm really <laughs> I just interrupted you. if I'm, if I'm, and I'm real, doing it if I'm really on a rant and yeah. I feel like I don't know but sometimes when some people interrupt me it really bothers me and I think that's how Dorit feels about Kyle there's like, also a difference like they weren't talking to Kyle they weren't talking to her. Like, she was not in the conversation. And then she, like, wanted to be the center of the conversation. And, like, I could see how that's annoying. Yes. And, and then I, Kyle crying. Like, are you kidding me? You no, know, it was so silly. But also, I could see the last time they had this argument where she said to Dorit, you talk too much. Like, you talk too slow. Like, blah, blah, blah. I could see why Dorit now has, like, a thing up with Kyle about this. So, like, sometimes, yeah, maybe if someone else said it, Dorit wouldn't take offense to it because they know that she knows that they don't feel that way about her. But I understand why Dorit was annoyed. Like, that's something that would just make, probably annoy me if it wasn't Claudia. And I really thought Dorit made a great point, and I'm glad that she left because Kyle, like, literally is making such a big deal out of this, being like, are you my friend? And, but, and, and Dorit was like, I didn't say any of that shit to you last year when you said fuck you, like, three times no. in a row. Like, she's making it such a big deal. Like, this is possibly the end of their friendship. Where it's like, come on, we all go tit for tat, and like you're gonna make this into a whole thing. You've done worse to me, and I don't make it into a whole big shebang. A hundred percent. I was so glad to reference that because I had forgotten Forgot. about it, and she was just making great points. And I'm glad that she left, making Kyle's sad party even sadder. And I think Kyle was really upset that Dorit left because like her party just became incredibly irrelevant, sad, irrelevant, and it was just like a such a weird evening because nobody so, dressed up nobody dressed up it was anticlimactic the whole episode was anticlimactic and literally that party was just like a mere um exam like a microcosm of the anticlimacticism like oh the election nobody won that night oh the episode erica we never even got to see her like it was just all this like hype and no what what's no that? substance yeah what's that line all talk no action yeah what's that from clueless no, but I know someone it's, who it's said like a it. Thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, no, it's like, oh, whatever. Okay. I know what you mean. Like Thank someone's you. inflection is yeah. memorable. Yeah. Oh, I got it. It's totally different, and it makes no sense. Long pause, no answer. Yeah. From Confessions of a Shopaholic. Yes. And she's not supposed to repeat it, but then she goes, long pause, no answer. Amazing. So yeah, what else to discuss about the episode? Also, I felt like um. So Crystal and Rob came to the party and it was nice to see like Rob meet the guys, mm -hmm. but I really felt like he was not meshing with them and thought they were like annoying and weird and yeah, he's like a little mature and like I think he's just feeling very new to this and PK and Mauricio know like you're just supposed to be silly. Like that's what the husbands on Beverly Hills bring, like the silliness Mauricio smokes pot. Like yeah. it's not that serious whereas like Rob hasn't figured that out yet and he seems like a very serious guy and he was just like not jiving with them whatsoever. Yeah. 
Definitely. And then Crystal shared um, a personal story about her struggle with eating disorder, which I thought was really brave of her to share with the women, especially so early, early on. on. And I thought that was a really nice moment. Yeah, I thought so too. And I think her husband was even surprised that yeah. she brought it up because, and I feel like it wasn't something they really even talk about a lot, but it like started that conversation in their household. Yeah, which definitely. Was which, yeah, which was nice to see. Um, Kathy Hilton was honestly like a nice reprieve from everything, but she's really giving me, everyone's like obsessed with her and I, and I get it, but she's giving me nothing, but she is friend of. Yeah, she's not there to give you that much. That's true. Yeah. Nothing. Well, like Kyle crying on the PJ was so like embarrassing for her. Yeah. Like it was so stupid. No, and that conversation in her house I felt was embarrassing for her with Dorit because Dorit just like owned her and, I, and that's not really what Dorit's known for. Yeah. So it must have been like a really weak argument. That's so true. <laughs> also the brunch taking place in Sutton's house is so weird to me and it looks like so bad. Like Yeah. And the those mannequins. mannequins, like that was a haunted house. Like it was turned. So strange. I really feel like Sutton is getting like got a lot of placement this episode yeah her store I literally forgot that she had a store I know it was just like the party was so lame and honestly like Lisa Rinna is just bothering me so much like I can't explain like she has to like make the biggest deal okay they wore the same dress and now I'm just like okay Lisa Rinna is so unoriginal she's now shown up twice in the same dresses like whatever the dress of the season is I had one thought just relating back to Housewife and the Hustler because in the last two minutes when the women start to have a conversation of the divorce and everyone is saying they never saw this coming. They were so in love. It's the sort of relationship that you aspire to. And um, Garcelle said, why wouldn't she just wait? wait? And in my head, I thought they were talking about like, wait till the lawsuits die down. Cause, you no, know, she was saying, wait till he just drops dead. Wait till he dies. And given that his now defense is that he has Alzheimer's, it, it negates Erica's filing for divorce. Because if her husband was really the love of her life 20 years, all of a sudden his health is going south, she would not file for divorce. No. Jackie, there's so much going on that like no, we don't I know. know that. I, it just gave me another like window into like yeah. us trying to get information. No, and we got literally not one fucking ounce of anything. Yeah, so either the divorce is fake or it doesn't have Alzheimer's. That's what all, which we knew, but it was just another. Um, he definitely doesn't have Alzheimer's. Like, yeah, which is it's just like more. Proof. Proof, but like lines of thinking. Yeah, so we got literally nothing. And if we get nothing next week, I'm going to be so annoyed. That, that to be continued was so fucking unnecessary. And we didn't get a preview for next week. Yes! So what's to know what we're going to get? I'm really annoyed. I'm really annoyed today. Yeah, I feel like maybe because of the documentary, like they're changing next week's episode. I know that sounds like really paranoid of me, but like they've never not given us a premiere. That's literally how Housewives work. You know what? I hope that if that's what they're doing, I, I hope that that's the case because it's really frustrating when the view, when there's so much going on in real life and yes. they don't change the show accordingly. So maybe they have footage that, maybe, you know what? I hope that that's the case. The what? The preview aired during Watch What Happens Live. I didn't make it to Watch What Happens also, Live. Also, I just think it's worth mentioning, Andy Cohen spoke about it on his radio show, The Housewife and the Hustler. Yeah. He dismissed the Erica Girardi documentary as questionable. So I think he had some good points, but also not. He said... I will say that Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie are the experts in this documentary about Erica is questionable at best. So I kind of realized I wasn't going to learn anything, any news from them about Erica. The Tom Girardi stories continue to be deeply disturbing and we have to see how this plays out. I don't think that documentary will affect her future on the show. I, I agree with him 
pretty much on all counts. If it's just the documentary, we never got another shred of information. Um, it's not it's not enough to prove that she knew and that she was like committing criminal activity. Right. But like he said, we have to see how it plays out. And my theory based on what we do know so far is I don't see it ending well. Well, she doesn't her. even have a lawyer right but, now. Right. So you never know. But as of right now, like there's no reason why she should be fired because we have to see how it plays out. Yeah. I just want to talk about Younger. And Please. I just, I, w- I want to know how vague I should be, like, with you. Be pretty vague. Okay. But, like. It was so rushed and so stupid. And I literally was so confused at the end. I went on Instagram Live yesterday because I was like, someone explain to me what just happened. And it's not Game of Thrones. It's not, like, a complicated show. Like, I shouldn't have had a hard time understanding what went down. And it's not that I even care about, like, how it ended. Like, because you just hate Liza so much. Like, you literally don't give a shit. But, like, it was, like, in the last 10 minutes, everyone's life plans just changed. And, like, happy ending for everyone. Like, it was just so stupid. Yeah. And so confusing. Like, I didn't understand that last scene with Liza. I just didn't get it. And I'm, like, I felt like the show, like, there was just no thought put into the ending. And it's sad because, like, I feel like I've invested a lot of my time. And I feel like the show, actually, for a while was really, really good. And they just decided to, like, give this careless ending. And yeah. I wanted to see, like, them in five years. Like, there was just, like, nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I probably won't watch because I think the best episodes are behind so us. So can I tell you? No. Please. No, because also for the viewers. It was on, like, three nights ago. Everyone already watched it. No, they didn't. A lot of people are saving it. You know, we're busy watching Why Women Kill, which I just finished the first season. I'm saving the next season until there's more out there. And it was just such a good show. Really treat. They wrapped it up so nicely. It got better it's, as it went on, right? It's like a mini series the first season. And it was so fucking good. Like, I'm so glad. Whose story ended up being your favorite? Oh, probably Simone. It just had the most. Is that Lucy Liu? Lucy Liu. It Me had too. the most heart. Oh my God. It was so sad when he was just like getting sicker and sicker. It was, it was really, really sad. But like, I thought that that was like the most... The other stories were a little more like parody of different genres where, you know, like the murderer, Jennifer Goodwin. But that was good, too. It was real. No, I I liked it so much. And even the the modern day couple, like it just became like this like thriller all of of a sudden, like horror film. So I just thought that there was like so much love um, in Lucy Liu's story. I agree. Like I actually got choked up. Yeah, it was really beautiful. So it was an amazing season. And, and she was like so humbled like by the whole experience. Like yeah, it was just a great ending. It was ending. transformative. Yeah. And so I would highly, highly recommend it. Also, um, oh, and then I started reading Lala's book. Oh, how was it? It's really good. I'm really enjoying it. Like the Vanderpump rules, just like from her POV yeah. is... Just well, she got uh, had a rough go around when she in the beginning walked onto the show. Yeah, yeah. So just knowing everything that led to there and like how she goes from like those relationships, like specifically with Katie, like yeah, to, to where best friends where they are now. Like I'm real, I'm halfway through the book, so like I'm excited to get to that part where things change. Yeah, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, um, that's our show. Like we did it. We did it. That's our show. Um, don't get it fucking twisted. No, and I don't think that you really could because I think a lot of people are going to go with the mindlessness that's circulating. No, today's episode is mindlessness 101. <laughs> yeah. Intro, Intro to, mi- to mindlessness. <gasps> that was weird. Yeah. History of mindlessness. Like we're literally <laughs> teaching college courses. Mindlessness 101, intro to mindlessness, history of mindlessness, mindlessness and culture. Yeah, mindlessness in culture. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast facts stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. Facebook. Wherever, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about how beautiful 
absolutely stunning. Yeah, especially today. And geniusly smart we are. Also, merch is still available at shopmarketoast.com. Some items are sold out, but some are still in stock, like this sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now, which is just like so cool. I know Kanye is getting one for Irina. Because she's chic and cool, and they're definitely a power couple. 100%. Have a great day, you guys. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Goodbye. Bye.